Welcome back to the Eastgate Chat Podcast and on this one we're going to be talking about all things Australian Open 2022. Before we jump into the nitty gritty of racing, I'll just give a like quick recap on what the event is. It's on August 27th in Brisbane, Australia at the Redlands BMX facility. We got a couple classes, so no matter how you want to ride, we got the pro class for the ultra competitive. If you want more of a friendly banter competitive uh, atmosphere, there is the sport class. There's a women's class. It's open to all electric skateboards. Um, and it's in about two months' time, so make sure you tell your boss that you need some leave. You can send your boards to us. We'll get into that in a bit. And that's about it. Let's get stuck into it. We're here with Evolve founder Jeff Anning and, of course, Tyler Zahabi, who is reigning Australian champion, UK champ, world champ. He's a pretty well, well-known racer in the Evolve world. How are you doing? Good. Yourself? Oh, pretty well, pretty well. Are you excited for the Australian Open? Mm, very excited. Haven't had one in a few years. So. Yeah, actually going back, when was the last one? The last race was, I'm pretty sure it's 2019, just before COVID kicked off and it was in the UK, the UK Open. And we were all there actually together. You were definitely a lot younger. Mm, I do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, what? You were there just before you were 18. I think, yeah, it was right before I turned 18. So I was 17. That's right. We couldn't let you come to any of those bars. No, wasn't allowed to. <laughs> and the Australian Open was last run in 2018? Yeah, 2018. That's yeah. right. So it's been a little gap. We did try and do it last year. COVID played its role, but we're back now and it's on the calendar for 2022. Yeah. Um, so the track itself, you've ridden it? Yes, I've ridden it. Um, it's at Redlands BMX track. Uh, it's fun. Um, compared to other BMX tracks that we've ridden on, it, it's a it's friendly. That's the way I like to put it. It's challenging, but like friendly. Um, and you know, once you get around, it's a, once you get around the the lap. It's obviously it's start and finish. When you get to the end of it, you got full leg burn. There's no doubt about it. Depending on how hard you go, but I think it's going to suit and challenge all sorts of rider abilities. Um, if you want to go hard, uh, yeah, you'll be tested. But if you just want to cruise and have fun, it'll be easy. Yeah, the track is probably more suited to, in terms of the BMX world, like a kid's track. So it's better for the boards. Like it doesn't have any of these crazy big jumps that we see like in America at Chula Vista. Yeah. Where, you know, the boards are scraping and... You need you, to put the plate underneath so everyone could go over. Yeah, so this whole track is, is rather mellow so you can ride it at a super slow pace if you want to and then if you do want the speed you've got to focus on the rhythm and the pump mm. so it's going to be pretty cool in that aspect and we're even going to the track's helping us shave down some of the uh, bigger bumps so it's going to be fast mm. and flowy yeah um, no that's good there's a couple of really fun berms on it as well you know there's one uh, bitumen berm which is quite big so you can go up really high or hang down low it's up to you um but, yeah, I think everyone will have fun on this track. Yeah, it's, it's got four straights on it and three berms linking the straights. All the berms are bitumen. Have, have you raced on any of the tracks with the bitumen berms before? I think it was a World Cup uh, yeah, race. Yeah, at Chula Vista. Yeah, Chula Vista. Yeah, that, that track was intense. Yep. Like a little bit of background. Like I remember when everyone rocked up that first day. Um, the mood was great. Everyone got out of the buses and then they – Looked down at the track and their, their jaws dropped. And me too. I, like, that was the first time I saw it. I was like, Ooh, 
shit, this is <laughs> this is pretty intense. Um, but what happened is once everyone, you know, did one or two laps, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, it's not too bad. But it, just for when you first look at it, it was pretty scary. Yeah, so I think once everyone's stuck into this track, it's yeah. going to be easy, easy as, peasy. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, yeah. yeah. Talking about those other races, we've sort of had an evolution of how we've formatted them in terms of uh, categories and, you know, evolve-only, wildcard races, um, all that sort of stuff. What's the setup we're doing for this this race in 2022? Yeah, so this is like a, an open Really, this is all about electric skateboarding. It's the, the passion for everyone who loves doing what we do. Um, and, you know, we want to we want to include and get as many riders as possible. You know, who, you know, you got DIY boards, any brands, as long as your board can get around the track, it's all good. Um, you know, it's definitely evolved over the years, um, pardon the pun, but it started in 2018. It was the first time at the World Cup where we actually – made it made the open category and, and it was called a wild card um and that was such a fun race uh you you remember that clearly yep. uh it had a very um, intense vibe um and that was the first time we'd you know let anyone on the track and, and also it was uh, our stock standard gt boards at the time versus any diy high-powered board and and um, the track was um, suited for for both parties and that was a great thing, and, and it was very clear, you know, the industry has grown. Uh, there's many different players out there now, DIY, big boards, um, and uh, we, yeah, we need to grow as an industry, and, and the more everyone sort of gets together and, and, and grows a sport, the better. So this is why we're doing now, this is an open um, race, and we did it again after the 2018 at the UK Open. That was the, the next one. Um, and so that, that was a great event. That was an indoor motocross track um, in Devon, beautiful place. And it was just any AT board. There was a lot of mountain boards there, a lot of crazy four-wheel drive boards. Um, and it was, re- it was really clear having an open, uh, it just creates this next level of sort of competition. So this is where we're going now with this. And hopefully we, we can achieve this again at the Oz Open and, this is why we're promoting now. We don't have long. We've got to get out there, get the message out there, what the race is about, um, the competitive side, as well as the the, the fun partic- participation side that we're, what we're trying to sort of attract people to come. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you said it well, I think, with the word intense. Like um, we saw that again at the Australian Open. Oh, sorry, the UK Open yeah. was because we scrapped the Evolve only. There was <laughs> just one category yeah. and everyone was in there together. And we did see those top 10 guys were quite intense. <laughs> so I guess we, we've taken the learnings from that to sort of create um, a new structure of categories in this one um, called pro and sport. So what, what pro is, is those top guys that are out there for the top place? Yeah. They're the competitive guys. This is the, the hard out racing. The guys have put it on the line. But then what we saw in the UK is actually the majority of people aren't really into that. You know, they got to go to work on Monday. They don't want to. Yeah. They don't want to be out there hurting themselves. Um, so that's why we created the sport class, which is essentially like a. It's still a race format, so it is competitive, but it's more of a casual competitive. Yeah. Um, it's to get the experience of racing and competition without like having someone elbowing you and like. That's right. Getting. So you, you can go as hard as you want. Like out, 
from the start line, yeah, you, you can just take it easy and let everyone go in front of you and then you can just get around the track or you can test yourself. It's really, it's, it's up to you, but you want to make sure that it's not competitive and, and it's inclusive. And you're right about UK, you know, there was a top 15 or 20 who were just went hard and the other uh, bunch were just cruising and, and that, that's what we found. So I think it's a great idea. The sport category is getting everyone there, participating, just having fun and you can go as fast or as slow as you want. Yeah, and realistically, like these events are sort of just about getting together with other people that enjoyed the sport. So most of the time you're sitting around, you're watching other people, you're having conversations about your boards and your accessories and your mods and new stuff that's coming out. So just like being at the event and, and I guess being included in some form of competition, I think it, people enjoy it a lot more than yeah they might think if they think they're going to, I guess, be nervous about that race. race. Yeah, and, and that's true. Like as soon as you put a competitive element to it, it definitely puts that sort of fear in the back of your mind. It's like, oh, geez, I, you know, I, I don't want to go too hard. I'm not about racing. I don't want to fall off and or whatever. And that, and we're, we're trying to cater to that. And this is what the sport category is, is really all about. It's like you don't have to do that. You can just get around and, you know, it's up to you. There is a lot of people that just want to go there just to like fill the track and be in a race and not go against like people that are just trying to win. Like they're not there trying to win, they're trying to just have fun. Mm. So I reckon that category is going to be good for those type of people. Yeah, it's it's probably going to be the biggest category. Yeah. Because as we said, that is the how the majority of people ride their boards. In addition, there is a women's category also. So it's been um, great. Last year, the one that we had to postpone, we did get a lot of women enter. Um, so I'm super excited yeah. to see that come to fruition. And then all the categories have prizes too. So that's awesome. Our Rurock helmets have given us a whole bunch of helmets that they're spread out throughout the whole categories. Also Insta360 cameras. And then something we've never done before that we're pretty excited about is, a, is an actual cash prize in the, uh, in the pro category. Yeah, yeah. So there's a cash pool, first, second, third. Um, it'll be obviously divided out accordingly. Um, and, yeah, maybe this will you know, attract some better riders and we'll – See how that goes down. All categories um, are unrestricted, unrestricted in the terms of the boards that they can have in them. So we sort of see, um, and Tyler's probably better to talk about this, that in a BMX track environment, it's not necessarily about having the most powerful board. How do you feel? Because you've had a lot of races where you've been up against more powerful boards. I feel like it's not about how fast your board is. I feel like it's about the acceleration. And how you control your acceleration, going coming out of a berm and then accelerating out of it. You never in a race, you're never really going to hit top speed. You won't, because you got too many berms coming up. You got too many of the woes coming up. So I feel like acceleration is like the top thing that's like most important in the race. And obviously, like bending the knees and all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The actual skate skills is is probably where it comes into. Yeah, you know, playing a part, and that's where I've seen you've had a lot of um benefit over other riders is uh, the speed that you're able to hit a hump. Like other guys have to slow down quite a lot. Where yeah. do you find your biggest benefits are when you're like in the race environment? I think my biggest benefits are going over the humps at pretty much full speed. 
but it's like it's scary doing it because the second that you get over that hump, you have to stomp your front down, like, and you have to do it going like forty kilometers. So you need to be like constantly stomping down. But I've noticed in all my races, them and coming out of the berms full acceleration. Like I'm already going into the berm at about probably half acceleration, and then full acceleration straight after it, straight into the humps, keeping a full acceleration. I think that's kind of where I get my advantage a little bit. I don't think you'll be able to keep full acceleration over these hump sets at this Redlands. Some of them, not yeah. all of them. The, the one I'm concerned about is the first one because the, the starting mound is a downhill ramp, like a BMX track. It's not very steep, though. It's like no, it's not steep, yeah. but if, if you were to launch out of the gate at full trigger, you would be going very fast by the time you got to that first hump. Yeah, yeah. So people are going to have to manage their speed going into that first one. So if you are better at getting over that first hump, you're going to find yourself in the whole shot position and be in the lead from the start. Yeah. And it is a, a single track, a, a single lap track. So there's only one lap. Mm. There's plenty of places to overtake, but getting in front of someone might not be as easy as being in front from the start. Mm. Yeah, and that was the difference, you know, we were at the UK Open, we did three laps, so there are opportunities to, you know, pass, but you can't do it at this at this track. I think our legs will probably fall off. Oh, yeah. I, I actually thought three laps was probably a bit too much at the UK Open. Yeah. Two laps would uh, have been okay. Uh, even, like, coming <laughs> off the board, trying to walk after, he was like, no, I just need to sit down. <laughs> My legs are just burnt. Yeah. Yeah, we did have a few people drop out after the first hour at the UK Open <laughs> too. It was just too much. Legs <laughs> couldn't handle it. The, the very last straight on this is it's not like any tabletop jumps. It's just all rollers. So you really just have to like be pumping over these massive rollers. And if you weren't sore coming into that straight after 30 metres of it, you're starting to think, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh dear, thank God that's the finish line. <laughs> Um, I reckon people are going to be training. I know people are training for this. They're actually going out to the, these tracks and practicing what they're going to be doing. So it's that stomp you were talking about. Can you talk them through sort of what's actually involved in doing that? In doing like over the hump. Over the hump, down. like what what should they be looking for and what's sort of the body movements that they need to be doing? It's kind of just like all in the front foot, obviously. So but, um, we're talking, f you're going over it fast enough that the yeah. front wheels come off the ground. Yeah. Do you lean forward? Yeah, Where's you your body position? You kind of, as you're going up to it, you're kind of just leaning forward and then as you've hit the hump and your wheels going off, you instantly just step it straight back down. So you, so you, you just extend your, right, well for me it's left foot because I'm regular. So I just stomp my foot down and I'm back in the ground again. So in, in the back of your mind you were like thinking, it was like, right, as soon as I as soon as I sort of launch over this, yeah. I'm pushing down. Like yeah. you you've actually front foot down. <laughs> front foot down. So you're kinda like just focusing on the hump as it's coming up, as it's coming up. And you can kind of feel your board starting to like lift off and you just push instantly straight back down and then you do it again and then again and again. You start getting it's like a muscle good, memory kind of thing. It's a good tip. As you're going up the hump do you sort of ride the board up or do you bend your knees and let the board come up towards you so you can push it back down? You kind of bend a little bit, but not like a humongous amount because then you can't, if you're too bent, you can't get a proper like push down because it's kind of hard to, whilst you're bent, push the board down. So you kind of want to stay like, kind of like that. You don't want to bend too much because then you won't be able to get a proper stomp down. 
So it's it's mainly just in the front foot. Like it's not really that much into bending your knees. Like obviously as you're coming up, you're kind of doing the usual. You know, bend your knees, then go straight as you're coming up to like from the bottom to the top. But then as you get to the top, you stomp your left foot, for me, left, left foot down and it brings the board, the front nose back down. And then you go again and then repeat it. You kind of, it's kind of like muscle memory. Sound, you get sounds going. easy. It's, it's not very easy at high speed, but if they practice it going like slower, then it eventually build up faster and faster and faster. They'll get it. That's how I learned. Okay. You've mentioned the corners are another bit where you find a bit of a benefit. So this one has large banked corners and they're, they're concrete. Yeah. I guess you haven't been to the track, but would you have any game plan for – What's going to be faster, keeping keeping high speed around the top or tucking in? You're trying to get me to tell my game plan. Oh, look, people need to know. <laughs> I feel like with the berms, personally, going low is better, but like not too low that you have to completely slow down. About like say that's the bottom of the berm, that's the top of the berm, kind of like just just above the bottom. Because if you go up, then you got a bigger turning circle. If you go shorter and you keep a good speed, you got a shorter turning circle. But you need to get good at turning sharp. I guess you got high speed, full grip as well, because it's yeah. bitumen. So there's an opportunity to there to, to grip and accelerate at the same time. So in that case, lower is so much better. On the grip, this is going to be an interesting one. What's the tire choice for this track? Because both the start line and the corners are bitumen. So for the initial launch off the line and these corners, you you're not really going to need dirt tread for that grip. What do you think? I'd be going dirt tread. You'd go dirt tread? Yeah, yeah. Because at least the dirt tread can still, you know, shred on bitumen as well. You thinking dirt? Yeah, I'm thinking dirt. I've only ever really raced in dirt, um, muddies. Mm. So, I don't know. I haven't really seen the track, so I couldn't really tell too much. I was thinking slick. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Would... Maybe we'll try and get back there before the race and do a few tests, maybe a video about some of the things we found so people can organise getting into it. Okay. And are you going to do any preparation for this event? Yeah. You are? I'm going to go train. Okay. It's been a few years I need to train. (laughs) That's the first time I've ever heard Tyler say he's going to train. (laughs) Usually I don't, but I haven't been riding the boards too much. So let's talk about um, some of the other rules and all that for – the race, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, me- I remember last time when we do it, when we got COVID shut down, um, we had like a battery rule, um, a certain voltage only. Um, this time we've removed that. And what are the other rules? That's, there's, there's pretty much um, not any rules on what board you can enter. Like, it's got to be an electric skateboard. Yep. Um, we are allowing one wheels to race as well. Um, get the one-wheel community in there. <laughs> they're going to get destroyed. Yeah, they're going to struggle. <laughs> um, but if they want to come, you know, they can. Yeah. Um, so other than that, it's standard race rules, so no contact. Um, you know, there's there's a rule about right-of-way going into a corner. Yeah. Um, so you can't cut in front of the person in front of you by taking in the inside line to cut them off. It's really a safety thing. Um, and then Bindings. the – Bindings. Yeah, so you're allowed bindings. Yeah. Um, so you can ride whatever board, but again, in the interest of safety, um, it's not a mountain board event. It's it's electric skateboarding. So we are limiting people being able to jump um, the full length of 
the jump. So pretty much there'll be a lip and a landing. You're not allowed to clear the the full length of that jump. Otherwise, you're going to be a meter in the air and you're going to be next to someone and it, it could cause chaos. And realistically, there's only two or three guys capable of doing that. So yeah. they can sort of do what, what you do is like get a little bit of air and push it down. And then that's a lot of the time quicker anyway because you get the acceleration back yeah. on the ground. Yeah, that, that's, that's an interesting point, you know. Um, I think it would be great like once that part of the industry does – develop and and there are some like skillful riders out there that'll be a fun race there's no doubt about it guys who are definitely uh, at that level who can fully clear tabletops and and keep them all in a category uh, as a separate category together would be would be really cool entertaining um but trying to keep two different types of board riders together like that yeah you know Mm. who knows shit could really hit the fan yeah it'd be just landed on yeah, it would be chaos. And once you're strapped into a, some of these boards weigh 20 kilos. Like, it's, it ends up pretty bad. But in, from a spectator point of view, if you had the six riders lined up and they all charged out and then all six of them are in unison actually jumping, doing this big airs, it would be very, very mm. cool. Mm. Um, so, yeah, eventually the e-skate sport is growing, so we'll get there. So other, other things that are going on with the Oz Open? So it's not just about the, th- the three categories. Uh, there's also a free ride category. Yep, there is a free ride. So part of um, you know racing is that you get a practice session. So there'll be a few hours in the morning for practice. If people are really dead set against racing, we have opened that up as well. You can get a ticket just for um, the free ride and you pretty much come up and it's an open track and at your own leisure. You get to ride a BMX track, you're not going to get know afraid of someone coming and kicking you out um, and you still get to ride with all the races on top of that uh, the Friday night there's going to be a group ride so we'll get the community together before um, and go for a casual community ride always location still to be confirmed whether it's Brisbane or Gold Coast yeah still working that out yeah we'll, we'll find exactly what's going to be best all the details get posted on the Australian Open Facebook page so yep. if you go to Evolve events you'll find it there in the tabs and there's also obviously the ticket page on the website has all the information you possibly need to know um and then of course after after the oz open itself there's going to be an after party so yeah we've got a brewery um more like more details to come on that as well but that's always that's always fun always fun it's good to catch up there around after and you know share the war stories of the day (laughs) Um, what we're also doing though at the event is we're, we've, we're trying to get some vendors to come along. Um, and so we're looking for different styles of businesses who want to come and display their product. Um, other brands, you know, especially the guys in Southeast Queensland, we, we know there's a lot of passionate crew here. So it'd be great if they can come along and, and, um, help us sort of build that village out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, having a like Eastgate Village would be super cool. Mm. I don't. Well, that hasn't been done in Australia before. Yeah, that's We've right. Seen it in America a couple of times, and there's you know some gear and components and yeah. all the little bits and pieces, and then a bunch of boards. Yeah. So we want to get some of our retailers. Uh, I know Monster. Uh, we've got them sponsoring the event, uh, and ideally, it'd be great if we can get some other other brands along to to come along and have some fun and help support. 
Yeah, if you are in the Eastgate industry and you want to come along, just send us a message on Instagram, and yeah, we'll sort it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in addition, um, obviously there's people coming from all over Australia, and I, I know some guys from New Zealand are booked as well. Have they? Okay, yeah, so that's got, cool. Got some Kiwis coming over. Um, we were talking about doing some sort awesome. of state versus state. Um, you know, we'll tally up the the points from each Eastgate crew. Just a bit of fun state banter. Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, what we really need is, you know, we know there's heaps of Eastgate riders groups, you know, in, in different states, uh, local communities. Ideally, we want, you know, these guys coming along, you know, bring your friends, have some fun. Like, it's not always just about uh, the racing. It's also about sort of like a there's a culture to it as well. Um, so, you know, if we, can, if we can get people talking about it in some of these groups – um, would be would be good you know we want to drive australian eastgate um no matter what board or brand you got this is this would be good so come along be awesome and we know about the limitations of traveling with electric skateboards too so um we're, we're offering a service pretty much on that product page as an email where anyone can email us and we'll organize all the shipping so we'll, we'll send you the um the shipping thing, you send it to us and then we'll take your board to the event or you can come and get it here beforehand. Yep. You do have to do it about two weeks before because, you know, things can get held up. We'd hate to have you not get your board for the race, mm. but that's an option. So all the people over in Perth, Sydney, New South Wales, um, down in Melbourne, of course. And there's, there's some crew in Tassie now. There's a bit of a yep. scene growing there, which is awesome. Yep. Um, we'd, we'd love to get everyone to come out and mm. there's no reason not to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, you know, it'd be interesting to see the, the Melbourne crew versus Sydney crew versus Southeast Queensland, you know, group the, as well. state of origin. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll be interesting. The sort of Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne are the, I guess, the big guys that all sort of know each other. But I know the Perth crew has yeah. some fast riders. 100%. Yeah, these guys love their yeah. racing over there and they've got some pretty cool things happening. Yeah. So... Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing those guys come along. It'd be great to meet everyone, have some fun. Yeah, I'd say this would be it's going to be the biggest e-skate event Australia's seen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, something not to miss out on. Yeah, and we just need everyone's support. Like, you know, if you're on the fence, you're, you're not sure if you want to race, that's fine. We've got free ride categories, but just come along, have fun, support it, and, you know, let's drive Australian e-skate. Yeah. It's pretty much it. So we really need the community support as well yeah. to, to actually make this happen and keep it going and do more and more of these things. Yeah. Um, all right. So Tyler, um, are you expecting first place? Yep. Sounds good. Come and knock him off his horse. <laughs> <laughs> Come and try. Yeah, he's pretty cocky, but oh mate, you know there's definitely three titles behind my back. You know, I've I've never seen him lose to be honest. Three different continents. <laughs> yeah, it's been a couple of years though since that last race. So uh, you know, you are as only as good as your last game, as they say. Yep. But I know there's some pretty good riders here in Oz. I'm a bit old now, so you never know. Oh gosh, could pull my back out. <laughs> Won't be able to race. Awesome. All the information for the event, getting your tickets, um, everything you need to know is in the description of this video. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you at the Australian Open. Awesome. Thanks. See you guys.